We're back at you here on a great day for talk radio at the top of the hour. We'll update the news. This story, obviously, that we were just uh, discussing with calls on Kavanaugh versus uh, Christine Blasey Ford, how that plays out uh, a little later in the show too. our our man on the street in Washington from Global News. Uh, Reggie Cicchini is going to, I guess, give us an update since uh, we're doing something else while these hearings are going on. However, uh, in the context of, uh, you know, the the allegations and the sordid details on cases that uh, have us transfixed. You know, we've talked for the last couple of days about the killing of young Tory Stafford back in 2009. She was kidnapped, raped, and murdered brutally uh, in detail. Uh, I can hold off on that. That's sort of contentious now in the House of Commons because the Conservatives have uh, made it a case to uh, explicitly state what happened to this little girl because they're outraged, as am I, and uh, many of you, I know you are because we've talked about it, that... uh, the killer is now serving time in an Aboriginal healing lodge. To that end, uh, when the Liberals, as well as the NDP, are criticizing and condemning the Conservatives for politicizing this, let's get Andrew Shear in here. He's the leader of the uh, official opposition and joins the Oakley Show this afternoon. Andrew, good to have you back on the program. Good afternoon. Uh, hey, good afternoon. Thanks for having me back on. Yeah. So what do you say in response to the accusation that you're politicizing Tory Stafford's gruesome death? Uh, that is a despicable accusation that the Liberals have uh, thrown at people who are asking legitimate questions on this. This is a, a pattern of behavior for Justin Trudeau when he gets questioned on things he doesn't like uh, to, to hear. Uh, he has to take responsibility of this. He, uh, for this. I can tell you I've spoken with, uh, uh, with Tory Stafford's father. Uh, I, I communicated to him our desire to, to, to make this right, to get the government to, to, uh, to reverse this decision. And, uh, and as, he has, uh, as he has pointed out, attention needs to be put on this so that people understand the horrific nature of uh, McClintock's crimes. Uh, rehabilitation centers and healing lodges are for the types of offenders that have a path back to being integrated into society. Uh, these, are, you know, this is, we're not talking about a, a car thief here. We're not talking about someone who, in a, a fit of passion, uh, committed a, a violent attack. This is a, a cold-hearted, systemic, violent, horrific act against a beautiful young girl, and she deserves to be behind bars. All right, and so uh, you're just in graphic detail, or at least uh, with the members in your uh caucus also standing up in the house and uh, continuing to play that hand because you think the public needs to be reminded of well to contextualize what's playing out here well it's it's also remember it's also because the liberals seem to have a complete misunderstanding of of what went on here ralph goodale went on national television and referred to these acts as bad practices and that was infuriating. That, that, that is what got so many people upset. That, that people said, what is this guy? You know, a bureaucratic speak here? Is he, these are evil acts. These aren't bad practices. Bad practices are, you know, people who, who uh, you know, get into trouble because they're in with the wrong crowd. You know, maybe they commit some vandalism. Maybe they drink too much. Uh, we're talking about a woman who lured a young girl away and, and committed horrific acts. So when, uh, when Ralph Goodell, when Justin Trudeau's own minister, uh, tries to White wash away these acts by calling them bad practices. You're darn right. We're going to remind him of the terrible nature of these crimes because that's why she needs to be behind bars and not in a healing lodge. And yesterday, I guess, or the day before, Ralph Goodale, the public safety minister, when inquired, uh, he said he was powerless to do anything. He was checking with the Commissioner of Correctional Services Canada. Is that good enough? 
No, it's not, uh, and it's also not true. Uh, the, the Act, the conditional, uh, the, the Corrections and Conditional Release Act, outlines the power uh, that the minister has, and it says quite clearly that the commissioner of of the corrections services acts, and this is a quote, under the direction of the minister. So it's quite clear that the the minister has the power to direct, not just ask for a review or ask for more information, but he has the power to pick up the phone and direct the commissioner to take action. And that's what we're calling on him to do. Do you sense there's something more in play here? For example, I'm just fishing, but uh, that this would betray some of the tenets of the Truth and Reconciliation Commission when it comes down to, uh, you know, people uh, of an Aboriginal heritage being sent to this kind of a rehabilitation facility. Uh, I, I don't. I, I think this is a case where we have uh, officials, uh, lo- you know, lower level officials within the department making a massive mistake. Uh, they got it wrong. And it's up to the government to, to make it right when government officials get it wrong. And unfortunately, with this government, we seem, they seem to be incapable of, drive, of forcing government departments uh, to, to, to respond. It's almost like they trust uh, government officials more than they, they trust the common sense of Canadians, no matter who you are no matter what type of background you come from, when you commit these types of acts, there are, there are no mitigating circumstances that, uh, that justify in any way these types of horrific actions. And let, let's keep in mind, too, the, the, the types of people that transition into a healing lodge are the types of people that are about to be released back into society. Uh, she is serving a life sentence, McClintock, and while she's in custody, she's committed a violent assault. She has an incident on her record mm-hmm. where she was stomping on the head of a, of a fellow inmate and then wrote a letter bragging about it and lamenting the fact that she couldn't do more damage because the room she was in didn't have enough space for her to really wind up uh, when she was uh, beating on this, this other inmate. This is the type of person we're talking about here. So, what, and, and keep in mind, yesterday when we brought this up in question period, the very first question I asked was giving the, Justin Trudeau an opportunity to make it right. It was not a loaded question. It was not accusing him of anything. This all came to our attention in the last 48 hours. And I asked him to just make it right, tell Canadians that he would reverse this decision and put her back behind bars. Uh, he has defended this decision with his inaction. Again, Andrew Shear, leader of the official opposition on this case of Terry Lynn McClintock. By the way, do we even know if she has Aboriginal heritage? I, I, I am not aware of that. I, I, the, the, I don't know if that's been alleged or not. I don't know even if that's a requirement to, to be in one of these lodges, because I do know that they sometimes serve as, uh, as facilities for, uh, for different types of inmates. But I, I do believe that, you know, it, it, it shouldn't matter. <laughs> the, the natures of the crime speak for themselves. And, and as a father of five, I cannot imagine the, the pain that Rodney Stafford uh, is going through again today, you know, years after uh, he lost his daughter. And, and that's why I, I want to reach out to him today to, first of all, to, to assure him that, that our goal as the official opposition here is, is, is not a partisan one. We want to make this right. We want to put pressure on the government for, uh, to, to, with the goal of having Justin Trudeau reverse this decision and put her back behind bars. So uh, I was glad to be able to do that. Uh, you know, I can only imagine the pain he's going through as he has to relive this type of ordeal. You know, I was critical the last couple of days as well for the lack of transparency and bureaucratic decisions to wit, of course, the uh, corrections ministry. You know, these decisions get made by some nameless, faceless bureaucrat, and nobody ever knows because they're not held to account. Uh, and this is what Goodell was doing, kind of passing the buck, saying, well, i got to check with the commissioner and so on and so forth. You're saying, though, the buck starts and stops right at the top with the minister himself. 
I, I absolutely, and, and and you're right. You know, I as when you look at government ministers uh, with thousands of officials making decisions, you're right. They they the no one knows their names. You know, who who is the person who signed off on this that we all now have to deal with when uh, when people get released into the public and then reoffend? No one knows the names of the officials who signed off on the reports uh, saying that it was okay. But when we have these these clear cut cases, when it's just so obvious that someone got it wrong, uh, we need to have someone make. Right, and and this this has happened before. Uh, the previous Conservative government, when it was brought to our attention that Paul Bernardo was receiving conjugal uh, conjugal visits, uh, we, we we took action. We we directed the, uh, the the authorities to reverse that decision. When Clifford Olson, uh, a serial killer, was uh, was found out he was receiving uh, OAS benefits and 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 pension benefits, we 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 brought in legislation to deal with that. So where there is this type of case, it's up it's up to a elected officials. Ralph Goodell, is, he's got his name on the door. He's got his name on the letterhead, and, uh, and he's responsible, and he needs to act. And if he won't act, then Canadians need to remember that. Well, you'll keep pressing the case, I'm sure, and we appreciate that, Andrew Shear. so that justice is seen to be done in the end. We'll follow it closely from our end. Thank you very much. I appreciate you uh, keeping the story uh, top of mind because we do want to see this change and we, we want to get the government to actually make this right. Again, appreciate your time as always. Thank you. Andrew Shear, leader of the official opposition. What did I say? You know, Justin Trudeau trying to uh, serve up some sidewinders. What did he also say in this matter? He says the uh, Tory attacks are an example of populism that's creeping into our discourse. This individual is still in a medium security facility today. And he says the conservatives are adopting a, quote, polarizing style and tone, saying it's the kind of behavior that needs to be noticed by Canadians. <laughs> so, OK, well, yeah, uh, that's what he's doing. He's well deflecting, number one, but somehow he's condemning people because they want to see justice done. And that's populism. I think he might be losing his mojo or he's lost it. Donald Trump pretty much deep six. I mean, you know, he just uh, dusted him off at the U.N. the other day. And what was your take on that? I'm going to open the lines because there have been a lot of things written about this of late. Justin Trudeau, uh, the swagger's gone, or at least uh, if he continues on, it's done without any kind of merit or backing like on the global stage. Uh, perhaps he's seen as far less credible, even a, a standing joke. But you, uh, you tell me, because uh, when Trump did kind of just keep sitting down there, he just not interested in having this one-on-one uh, -on -one meeting, Trudeau kind of came over to try to bend his ear. And uh, if you've seen it, he walks away kind of sheepishly. Who did that reflect most negatively upon, Trump or Trudeau? Some thoughts. And uh, we'll take your calls, 870-6400. Uh, star 640 on cell. We'll update the news at the top of the hour. On the other side, big news. The conservatives have a, a whole new regime when it comes to the legalization of pot and how it will be dispensed here in the province of Ontario. We'll get the Minister Fideli to speak to that and our panel too. That's the next hour right now. I just wanted your thoughts on Justin Trudeau and his comportment of late.